love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're live from the Fitz Show. Radio Hub for Monday, February 5th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. I think we could all agree that uh, we should have this day off anyway. This is this should be a national holiday, the day after the Super Bowl. We're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. There's, I mean, there's a lot to get to today. Hello, Drew. I really wish I had signed that petition outside the mall. It's giving be- those people some money to make this a holiday. It should be a national holiday. Yeah. What would you call it? Oh, uh, National Day of Rest of Hangover Cure. Okay. Hey, what's up, Tanner the Millennial? Hey, man. So I made a quick switch in my settings on my phone. So when people text me, I turn my read receipts on. Uh I'm tired of people thinking I just don't text them back when I'm like driving or something like that. And I want people to know that I read their text message and I just got back to them later or whatever. That's good to know. Interesting. I can't handle that. I don't know what he just said. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what you said either. But yeah, uh, uh, I'm perfectly fine with... Oh, man, Fitz didn't text me back. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. It doesn't mean I didn't look at it. <laughs> don't y'all know how many babies Don't y'all know how many babies I got? You got five. <laughs> I ain't got time for nothing. I don't even have time to read my text messages. Yeah, because you have 76 on red ones the other day. Oh. You post that screenshot on social media. Yeah. All right, hello, Jen, my head of security. I think that today should be National Stretch Pants Day because I That's ate it. so many carbohydrates That's and it. cookies. That's the holiday. And, yes. National Stretch Pants Day. It You're remi- welcome. It reminds me of those Thanksgiving pants that you were talking about. Yeah, well, my hot ago. pants. Yep. He's the man who is petitioning for National Stretch Pants Day 365 days a year. Our host, The Fitz. God, that'd be the, I'm still waiting to find like a really good, comfortable pair of like men's yoga pants. You need like, to just go like to... all the ladies get to wear. I want like a good Those comfort. Those exist. Yeah, but not like the not like the comfort the ladies have, I don't think. You need to get the Lululemons. They're For wor- real? they are worth the dollars Ooh. and I'm telling you right now they are so nice on your legs and they're comfy and oh, they just So really? You'd love them. Okay. I don't and, know if do we're they have ready the, for that? Do they have the Lulu? <laughs> well, they're not like tight. Ah! I mean, like, I don't mean we're ready yeah. for you to wear them. Is what I mean. Nike tra- makes them too. Are you trying to say that you don't think you could eat lunch if I'm walking around wearing my Lululemon hot pants? <laughs> That's exactly what. I'm th- hey, it might be good for me. Do they have the men's stretchy pants? N- not to the caliber of like what women I wear, where the hot hey, yoga pants. I'm all about comfort. Then right we now. might just have to get you an extra large in the women's then. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, you guys, uh, we're definitely gonna be talking about the Super Bowl and just a little bit, but last week, Jeopardy uh, had a category for football trivia uh-huh. where the contestants missed five easy questions in a row about football. How sad is that? Football 200. Your choice, do or don't name this play in which the quarterback runs the ball and can choose to pitch it to another back. It's an option play. 
Ryan? <laughs> uh, football, 400. I can tell you guys are big football fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom really Landry well. perfected the shotgun formation with this team. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Uh, do you think we should go to commercial? <laughs> Take it on to 600. Okay, by signaling... We'll do one more. Here we go. A returner can reel in a kick without fear of getting tackled. <laughs> Fair catch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, welcome to the day after the Super Bowl. Uh, as Jenna calls it, National Stretch Pants Day. Here comes Monday. Let's go. It happens live. Shows world famous. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I know it's tough. Day after the Super Bowl to even function. I understand. All right, because I'm right there with you. But you must understand, too, that I have a job to do, and that's provide the news that did not make the news. And that is the What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, I begin with a study from the Mucinex Corporation. Oh. Super sick Monday. <laughs> Employers can expect people today to be very unproductive as an estimated 14 million people are expected to call out sick with some sort of post Super Bowl illness, according to the Mucinex company. Yeah, the brown bottle flu. Mm-hmm. It says that they uh, <laughs> the, is that well, I mean, but. Now there's a pretty good excuse, though, with the flu going around like it is. Yeah, yeah it's even bigger and bigger than it ever has been. It's still yeah. suspicious when it spikes on this day. Yeah, which is why it should be a national holiday. Which is why I should be at home right now. Right, which is why uh, everybody should be at home. But I got a job to do, and that's provide these stories. 13.9 uh, million workers expect to have a bad cough, stomach virus, <laughs> or the flu today. Boss. <laughs> I think Drew gave me a sickness too. <laughs> I don't I think, want to get everyone else. I gotta sick. go. <laughs> I feel great. Thank you, Jenna. You're yeah. always you're, you're, you'll stick. You'll stick. I will. Because <laughs> I can hang. Me. All right. <laughs> Again, super sick Monday. Be on the lookout. You might even want to go get one of those little mask things that you can put over your face today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to page two. <laughs> what are you kidding me? I'm gonna take you out of Las Vegas, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. with uh, the deal of the year. There's a Denny's in Las Vegas that has a wedding chapel. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's pretty great. That is a great place to get married. I repeat, a Denny's with a wedding chapel in Vegas offering a special where you can get married there for just $99 on Valentine's Day. Unfortunately, pancakes cost extra. Oh. What? And I would think that if they really wanted to you know, do it right, like, you know, come on, hot cakes, throw in the pancakes with the marriage, and that just makes it more enticing. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing says, honey, let's get hitched like some hot eggs cakes and hot cakes. Hot cakes. <laughs> well, I was on the fence about marriage but when I found out there were free hot cakes. I'm in. I was on the fence about marriage, but when I found out it was at Denny's, I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I'd love to get married at a Denny's. It's a, I love Denny's. Oh, they should call it the buffet and the bride. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go, folks. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. The Fit Show. Woo! It's about to get loud. Now back to The Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. What's up, everybody? How are you? Welcome to the day after. I mean, this is always a tough day. We've decided to name this. Uh, how, well, first of all, we all agree that it should be a national holiday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we've decided to name it National Stretch Pants Day across North America. Yep. National Stretch Pants Day. So welcome to it. 
Um, a little upset. I am being targeted in my house, uh, and I don't appreciate what I'm being accused of, what I'm being suspected of. Uh, picture this. My wife and I are driving around. We're in the truck, and my wife, Bethany, the mouth from the south, gets a text message. It's my daughter, Chloe. Mm-hmm. My daughter, Chloe, goes, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a photo text, mm-hmm. a pic. And Chloe's like, what is this? And it's a picture of a key. Like okay. this random key, like with these whatever, you know, like little silver things yeah. attached to it, whatever. Okay. So it's on a chain. Yeah. And so my daughter Chloe's like, what is this, Bethany? Did dad drive the truck and did he go somewhere and like try to get a hotel room or something? Is he what? is he cheating? I found this key and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Somebody better hold yeah. up. First of all, A. B. You should ask yourself who's the last person or adult who has actually driven uh, my daughter Chloe's vehicle. Mm-hmm. That would be my wife, Bethany, <laughs> the mouth from the south. Well, I, so my daughter Chloe is accusing me of trying to have some key, or like you know, I guess meeting ladies around in hotel rooms or something because they found uh, there was a key in her car. Yet it was my wife who was driving the vehicle around, and the key's in there. Can I give you a little good news? Yeah. I guess we know that your daughter Chloe hasn't been spending any time in hotel rooms because when was the last time a hotel room had an actual key? Yeah. Like, they all use key cards now. So what would this... Right, and I don't know a lot of hotel rooms with, like, keys, unless yeah. it's... Maybe, like, an old-school motel. Hotel, oh, motel, holiday inn. See? And why did she jump to the conclusion that <laughs> this one random leap. key that she found in the car is a hotel key and you're Thank you. cheating? Like, that's a, yeah, quite like, a bold what assumption. What if it just went to, like, a master lock or a bike lock or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's being thrown on their little minds because of all the, you know, social media. It's just ripping everybody's minds apart. And, and, so, and so she's like, and I'm like, that really hurts my feelings, to be honest with you. And I'm like, by the way, don't you know that... Um, Bethany never allows me to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your wife's got a secret storage unit. That could be just as bad. <gasps> Don't even Don. say things oh, like no. that to him. I was kidding. I promise. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, what do you think this key is? You're absolutely right. What if it's like a secret store? It might be. But what would she be putting in there? It's like, that's the secret. Maybe she's got a whole second life in storage you don't know about. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> really, it's just old cupboards and stuff like she that. She probably has her own <laughs> girls room where she goes and gets oh. away and it's all pretty stuff oh, with nail really? polishes. What, and one of those rooms. She huh? shed. <laughs> she shed. Uh, she, he shed, she shed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I agree with Drew. I think it might be a storage unit. I think she might be putting in guys' stuff. So she keeps it. the good stuff. Stuff she doesn't want you wrecking. At the same <laughs> time, about. my daughter thinks that I'm getting... Keys to the motel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, you guys. Welcome to the show. Have you had a, a fantastic weekend, and I hope you are recuperating from the Super Bowl. Welcome to the Fit Show. This Fit Happens Live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. This is kind of freaky. A medical tech company has developed a computer program they say can accurately predict pretty much exactly when you're going to die. What? It's an artificial intelligence program from, I think it's called Excel Medical. They analyze medical records, vital signs, family history, you know, in certain blood tests. Calculates your risk of heart attack. Six hours before it actually happens. And apparently this thing is is like really amazing at at predicting when the end is near. Let me tell you this. 
Drew, I'm surprised you haven't uh, talked about this with the Drew Spiracy. But maybe I'm going to give you a little idea on something. Maybe I'm getting there. Uh, for example, I'm not saying... Okay, let's just... There are those companies out there now that if you send them some of your saliva or whatever, mm-hmm. they're able to tell you everything about your DNA, sure. where you're from. Da, da, da. Um, through that, they're using all of your information, yeah. DNA information also, to go in a medical database to basically... I mean, think about the database of material they have now. Yeah, you basically- By telling you, you can find out everything about your family, where you're from at the same time. What are they getting from you? Yeah, and you basically sign off all your rights for what they do with your right. DNA. What really? I'm saying is you yeah. are giving them your DNA fingerprint. Mm-hmm. And, and, and who knows? Maybe it might really uh, help when it comes to medical technology by having uh, all those numbers. You know what I mean? Well, welcome to the party. What do you mean, welcome to the party? I'm glad you just woke up and arrived. Well, I have one <laughs> of those You guys ever kits. hear Drew talk about that? Yeah, and I have one of those kits in my cupboard I wanted to do, the Ancestry kits. Yeah, the DNA analysis kits. Yep. Yeah, and it's there supposed to tell go. me about my health, and now I'm there scared to do it because I don't want them oh. to ha- own my DNA. Oh, they'll be able to tell you about your health, all right, and they'll tell you everything about your DNA. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, go ahead, Drew. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, millions of Twitter follower accounts are vanishing as Twitter cracks down on fake follower accounts uh, spurned on by the feds getting involved. And the federal government has started an investigation into fraudulent accounts creating. I'm so glad about this because I know several like radio people who purchased and yeah. bought Twitter followers, you know, <laughs> to make the world think, look how I got one million something, you know, come on. Right. It's so fake followers. Yeah, A lot sure. of celebrities are the first to see huge drop-offs. In fact, a couple yeah. of celebrities actually canceled their accounts when it was exposed that they really had almost no followers. Wow. The reason the feds got involved is um, they're looking primarily at like one company called Devumi. And it seems that that company has made about 200 million fake accounts, sold them to about 40,000 different people worldwide. But the reason the feds care is that a lot of these accounts appear to be created from real people. So they're borrowing information about real people making new accounts. Wow. Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. It really seems like we live in an iPhone world. So much so that Apple sell, sells about 10 phones a second. Wow. So every second... 10 iPhones ding, are sold. Ding, and think, ding. what, they're $1,000 right now? No, because they aren't selling the iPhone X. Can you still buy the iPhone X, though? Yeah, yeah. They, they just they slated to stop production in oh, a month or two. Okay, so yeah. 10 a second. Yeah, 10 a second. And get ready, everybody. There's about to be like three iPhones in 2019. What? Uh, different ones out. doing different things? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's they're trying to have the iPhone X, but for a better price. So oh, they're okay. trying to... Down promoter or whatever. I don't know. They're, t- they're trying to down promote <laughs> I don't it. Think or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. know. It happens live. Fits, fits, fits. He's towing the fits. It's the Fit Show. Everybody, what's up? Welcome to Monday, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. I know it. It should be a national holiday. National Stretch Pants. Stretchy Pants Day. <laughs> we know that, but uh, l- let's talk a little bit about the game right now, uh, and we'd love to get your feedback as well. Let's kick it off with um, takeaways. Takeaways, maybe observations <laughs> from the Super Bowl. I By got- the way, I was throwing out, I actually predicted the Prince hologram thing. I thought it was going to be more of like a Prince hologram. Yeah. More than, yeah. But still, what I, in- I got the impression the family stepped in and stopped maybe the development of a hologram. But at least they did the projected image. So I think was it was cool. a great tribute, too, because when Prince did the super, his Super Bowl performance in Chicago a while back, uh, 
he had kind of a similar thing with the big uh, wall of fabric that made him look larger than life. Still, though, I'm not going to lie. That moment... When the entire downtown Minneapolis lit up, I was like, oh, yes. my God. The, I couldn't know if that was completely real or if that was digital. Right. Was it digital or real? That's what I want to know. Because if it was real, I mean, oh, my God, that was beautiful. I, I'm not, I teared up a little bit. I did. I got like, oh, my God, Prince. <laughs> purple rain. Purple rain. So I thought that was, I mean, that, that that's one of my pretty cool takeaways. But I, what I couldn't believe is that uh, no guest performer. I mean, I don't yeah, know when no the last surprises. time a Super Bowl performer did it all on their own with no guests. I honestly thought that there was going to be maybe more surprises. You, we were it, hoping it, for- it, it, was, it was like a big like greatest hit to Justin Timberlake. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was awesome. I thought JT did a great job. I thought it was great, but I was still looking for more surprises. One, of, uh, one of the great memes to come after it. Remember at the end of the performance, he was singing with that little kid up yeah. in the stands. <laughs> one of the great memes afterwards shows that kid on his phone, and it shows what he's typing, like, who is Justin Timberlake? <laughs> <laughs> did you hear uh, Justin Timberlake walk off, and he goes, Super Bowl selfies! <laughs> and I was like, okay. Hey, that's going to be trending right yeah, now. Oh, Can we talk about the football part, please? Oh, yeah. My God, all we're doing is talking about yeah, uh, the halftime performance. But, but real quick, overall halftime performance. Uh, thoughts. I, th- I thought it was great. I was looking for some extra surprises, though. I was looking for more vocals by Justin. It seemed like he was doing a lot more of dancing. dancing rather yeah. than singing. But they it- said there was audio issues. Yeah, I, that- no, I noticed the audio issues a few times. His mic was in and out. It was up and down. Um, all right. He yeah. really didn't have good sound. Let's get to the game part because I was going, you know, for Tom Brady the whole time. And right. y'all listen to this. I actually found myself rooting for the Eagles. <laughs> Is that crazy? How and could you not? And that's something because you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. That's your guys' big, biggest rival. Straight up rival. Cowboys. And the Eagles are the you know Cowboys' biggest rivals. But yeah. what a Cinderella story for Nick Foles. I mean, when he started the playoffs this year, it's the first time he'd ever played a playoff game. Right. This is obviously the first time he's ever been in the Super Bowl. And his performance was almost flawless. He so, acts like he's been there before. Yeah. Yeah, but he just had the spirit for it. And just like you said, he was going to retire, right? No, I'm talking he, Nick. Nick, Nick Foles oh, thought yeah. about yeah, yeah. retiring. He thought he was done. He thought he was done in the he game. He only started three games in the regular season because he wasn't in the lineup until Carson Wentz got injured. Right. And by the way, fellow Texan, by the way, I got to say, what's up? What's yep. up, Texas? That's yep. how we do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like like he, I had anything to do with it. <laughs> we know he has the better uh, catching ability than the two quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. oh you, How uh, amazing to see them both try a similar type of trick play. Like It's as if the New England went, hey, look, we got a trick for you. They didn't pull off, and the Eagles just went like, yeah, we like got that. it too. We got yeah. that. They, back at you, Tom. Here's how it's done. Uh, they, uh, Butterfingers Brady is what I was calling him. <laughs> All right, we love to hear from you as well. Just love uh, chatting about it. You know, it, it's still it's still that that thing that in one way. Or another Unites America, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could all talk about it. Welcome to the show. He's hilarious. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Drew standing by with the Monday reality check. So in case you were on Mars or under a rock and you didn't find out the score uh, of the Super Bowl, here it comes. And if you recorded it and you haven't gotten to it yet, I'm sorry. Here comes your spoiler alert. The Philadelphia Eagles beat the New England Patriots wow. in an amazing offensive shootout, 41-33. to And it literally came down to the final seconds of the game. Um Actually, New England trailed almost the entire game. They pulled it back for about half of the fourth quarter. They led by a little bit. It looked like they were going to do what the Patriots do. But in the end, the Eagles triumphed. So so there was no comeback kid. 
Right? No, didn't come, happen for I the mean, comeback yeah. kid this time. It, you, they did it last year. The, the yeah. Patriots did it last year. Yeah. Uh, they did it a few years ago against the Seahawks. It looked like they were going to do it again, but not this time. Did you get the feeling that, the, honestly, like most of the, the country, most of the world, uh, were rooting for the Eagles? 100%. Absolutely. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I think I told you. I told you during the game. It's like, you know, because I, 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 I think Tom Brady's a winner. And during the game, I really found myself kind of cheering for the Eagles. Well, he doesn't have much to be shy about because both quarterbacks shined on the field. It was the most wow. offensive yardage ever, not only in a Super Bowl. They had the most offensive yardage ever for a Super Bowl by the third quarter. By the end of the game, it was the most offensive yards in the NFL history of the playoffs. No kidding. Over 1,080 yards combined for both teams. So, so both quarterbacks so, just... So, Drew, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think the Eagles are going to keep Nick Foles after he took I think, home the Super Bowl? I think they're committed to Carson Wentz. But I think Nick Foles is going to now command a very high price and probably look for a new team. That's what's going to be happening. He in, in his next negotiation, you know what he's got behind him? A Super Bowl ring. Yeah. yeah. And either somebody's going to pay for that ring or he's going to say, ain't no hey, thing. How about how about the how about the Eagles rookie kicker breaking a Super Bowl record for rookie kickers with a 42-yard field goal? There you go. Yeah. All right. L- then. Lots to talk about. And of course, the big battle going on off the gridiron this weekend was the Nunez memo fight. Uh, this is a battle going on in our government. Of course, it's about uh, uh, President Trump at the end of the business week released. Uh, he declassified the Nunez memo for everyone to see. You're talking about the memo memo. The memo. The finding memo. Memo. <laughs> yeah. Finding memo. We all found the memo. It's not exactly about fish, <laughs> okay. is it? So, so basically, Drew, I have a question for you about yes. that. Why is the Justice Department and, and you know Democrats saying that this memo has opened up a bad situation, meaning uh, this could harm national security and mislead the public. The way the memo was written by a White House staffer basically indicates that the reason the DOJ investigation into Russian meddling was opened was under various, very dubious standards. It's all based on uh, Christopher Steele dossier, and Christopher Steele is a British journalist that was working for the DNC, the Democrat National Committee, uh, during the Trump election campaign, and what he brought forward was used as the basis to start a Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act application against the Republicans and the Trump campaign. So basically what you're saying is is that they were spying on Trump long before you know any of this to stuff. To build a case against them? Really began. Yes, and what it shows is that they showed a bias against the Trump campaign. Oh. Okay. But, and, and I'm asking here, isn't that the job of the FBI I mean, what I mean is, let's go back to the days of, of JFK and, and J. Edgar Hoover, who had such a file on the President right. of the United States, who had such a file on Martin Luther King Jr. Isn't that the job of the FBI to be that last line of defense to monitor I'm really glad everyone on both sides? Or am I crazy? No, here? I'm glad you brought that up, because a lot of what J. Edgar Hoover did, the way he collected information on American citizens actually led to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. It's what created this act that now defines the type of information and proof you need to even mm-hmm. start investigating an American. Trump oh, wow. has told his confidants uh, he believes the document will validate his concerns that the FBI and Justice Department conspired against him uh, and, and continue to bolster his claim that the collusion accusations are false and part of a conspiracy to discredit his election. Wow. And I think that sums up what this memo. Yeah, yeah. I hope that makes it a little clearer. Basically, they're saying it's fruit from the poison tree. The reason they opened the the investigation was false. That's what the the memo concludes. Okay. Crazy times. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna uh, gonna write a book on it. (laughs) Get in line. There's about a hundred probably coming out. (laughs)
I went to a bookstore the other day and there's 15 books on the Trump presidency already. <laughs> wow. Just letting you know, it's the Fitch Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. All right, let's see what's trending right now besides all the Super Bowl stuff and uh, Super Bowl commercials. Uh, hashtag Hope Hicks is trending. Apparently, there's some photos of Hope Hicks kissing uh, a major, uh, I believe it's a major secretary to the president. It's a big, oh, tall dude. Boy. Hope Hicks is suddenly, she's like the tabloid darling of the government all of a sudden. Have you mm-hmm. noticed that? The tabloid darling. Meaning so, the tabloids have latched onto her and said, oh, yeah. this is the gal that we want to photograph and we want to catch her doing stuff. Yes. She's all over tabloids now. And, and why is that, though? I feel bad. Why? Why Is it because she's a, she's a beautiful woman? I think she's a beautiful woman and um, it just makes for better than filming a bunch of old guys in suits. <laughs> <laughs> they can only be so interesting. <laughs> Plus, it's like a name from uh, like, you know, the so- it's like from Days of Our Lives, Hope. Yeah, Hope Hicks. Yeah. Hope it's a good Hicks. Name. It's a good name. It reminds me of Dawson's Creep. Like, oh, Dawson's oh, really? Creek. You know, like little Hope Hicks just lives down the street. So so if now from now on, when I look at Hope Hicks, I'm going to think about James Vanderbeek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. What have you done? <laughs> You what ruined Hope Hicks for him. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Come on now. Actually, you know what? I love James Vanderbeek. Wherever you are, we should tweet him this. He's got an awesome sense of humor. He likes James making Van- fun of himself. Yeah, yeah, he's a great dad, too. What's up, James Vanderbeek? You're a cool dude. Uh, all right, let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip. So did anybody watch Keanu Reeves' death-defying motorcycle stunt uh, Super Bowl ad? It was pretty unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Has a lot of people thinking, is there a possibility of a Speed 3? <gasps> I think Involving it's motorcycles? actually, it's been talked about. It's on a table somewhere. They're mm-hmm. considering it. You are an important person. A unique creature. There has never so been anyone just standing on top of his bike there, his motorcycle. Right, in case you missed it. And, and by the way, he th- he also owns part of this motorcycle company mm-hmm. yeah. whenever he's doing uh, this. I think it's, is it Revolution? Something like that. Well, one thing I can tell you is that Keanu... There's a possibility of a speed three. That's how isn't Whoa. that how Keanu talks? Yeah. yeah, I Keanu. didn't know that there Keanu. was a speed two. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on a boat. It's not very good. Oh, He's okay. not even. I think Jason Patrick steps in. Oh, let's get to the bad. A mathematical facial analysis. A whole lot of math says that Daniel Craig. That's right, James Bond. Is the ugliest actor to play James Bond. What? Oh, poor thing. <laughs> Apparently, Sean, Sean Connery, the dog's name is Indiana Junior. Wrong movie, though. Sean Connery <laughs> was deemed the most attractive, followed by Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, George Lazenby. Yep. And then, of course, uh, yeah. Well, now that Daniel you Craig. is he now that you list the actual guys, that's a very attractive group of males. Yeah. Other than I don't know if Roger Moore was a good-looking. Oh, he was one of my favorite, Roger Moore. Yeah, but when you go back and he look was, at oh, him, he was, was always a, old. Oh, Roger you, Moore you guys was great. Want to know something crazy? What? I've never seen a 007 movie. Not right, one put time. Put it on our must. I'm adding it to the list. Put it on our must-see movie list. All right. Unreal. Wow. Let's get to the gossip. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Bill Belichick's girlfriend wore a blazer featuring his name written in 3,500 crystals to the Super Bowl. Bunch of diamonds in there, too, apparently. That's so excessive. She was Just- even she even had a matching bedazzled purse. <laughs> <laughs> and they're real diamonds? Yeah, uh, and, and crystals. 
<laughs> she could have just bedazzled it like what everybody else uses for bedazzling. Well, have you seen Bill Belichick in an interview? I mean, he's just like a mis- he's like Grumpy Cat. He really yeah. is. <laughs> yes. He is straight up Grumpy Cat. Yeah. All right, there you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You got the Fitz files. The legendary Fitz happens live. live. This. Come on! Is why today doesn't suck. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, for Monday, February 5th, 2018, I'm going to call this the Fed Five. Yes. Fed Five. Fed Five today. Uh, or as Jenna titled it earlier, because we, we really think that today should be a national holiday day after the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. National Stretch Pants Day. <laughs> Nobody wants to deal with buttons and zippers right. and denim the day after Super Bowl. So if you got a little love, you know, around your waist or whatever, you know what I mean? That's what I call, you know, uh, fat or some yeah. rolls. If you got a little love around there, that's okay Just today. Just the belly bloat, you know? Yeah. Every Na- day National, stretch- National Stretch Pants Day. That's every day for me. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I- I'm glad you're calling it love. I'm full of love. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get to some celebrity birthdays today. Tanner the Millennial, I actually picked this for you uh, because Cristiano Ronaldo is 33 years old today. Uh, and here you go, Tanner. Wait, is he the soccer player? Yes! Oh, don't man. pretend like you He's don't a- know who he is. <laughs> He's a handsome... Okay, you have... A little calendar of Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> hey. in your little cubicle outside the studio. That's Nobody why he needs to know that. <laughs> they do. You guys said you wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I mean, you're, you're a fan of soccer. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, man, I love soccer. We're just and teasing I you. I also love Ronaldo. Yes. Yep. he's a Well, you know what? I'm a father of five babies saying he's a handsome individual. Yeah. Yes, he is. And his is. hair is always on point. Yeah, he's got great hair, man. Great socks. All right, um, Sarah Evans today, country artist, is 47 years old. Bobby Brown is 49 years old today. Yikes. Yeah, That's it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I thought he was about 70-something, That's a rough too. 49. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, remember the ladies' man? The ladies' man. Yes. Tim Meadows, he's 57 today. Daryl Waltrip is 71, NASCAR. Roger Staubach turned 76. Hank Aaron hit 755 home runs. Uh, Steroid Free is 84 years old today. Goodness, we got a bunch today. Um, And it was 65 years ago. On this day in 1953, that I Love Lucy received Emmy for Best Situation Comedy. Lucy, I'm home. To go to bed watching this, you know, Me it was too. like on Nick at Night or something like that. Yep, yeah, pretty sure I've seen every episode. Yeah, pretty watching sure the summers when I was a kid. You need to watch I Love Lucy and with Ricky, her husband, wow. and then they have a baby and they have the neighbor yes. that's the maintenance guy, that's right? right. Fred, There's too Fred many Nuffle. shows, oh, but they're good. All right, uh, check this out, you guys. It was huh, 17 years ago on this day in 2001. That Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman announced that they were breaking up. Step by no, you got the wrong one, Tanner. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll skip that one and get to this. Take my away. Yeah. 
Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman announced they were breaking up 17 years ago today. They dated? <laughs> they were married. They, they were had married. kids, didn't they? <laughs> yes. Adopted kids. Yeah. So Keith Urban yes. does not like Tom Cruise. No. I don't think so. I don't think so. That girl got far away from the crazy. But you know who Keith Urban does love? Luke Bryan, who one year ago sang the national anthem before the Super Bowl. Oh, say, can you see? And that's why today doesn't suck. For Monday, February 5th, 2018. It happens live. Must be Monday. Stories of the day. Again, we've declared today, you guys, the day after the Super Bowl, uh, National Stretch Pants Day. You're welcome. Just in case you had too much chips and dip. <laughs> Don't worry. Get yourself a pair of stretcher pants. Happy National Stretch Pants Day, do, everyone. Do you ever wear those tight jeans where it feels like your legs are pulsating from the jeans? No. Like, no. I swear. Sure I swear they fit. I swear. You know who does, though? Tanner. <laughs> Yeah, I feel you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Skinny Jeans over there. Skinny Jeans Nation. Woo! All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a job to do. Provide you with the news that did not make the news out of the television world. What a gift. Last week on Ellen, uh, Portia de Rossi gave Ellen a gorilla sanctuary in Africa for her birthday. What? And Michelle Obama told Americans to tune out the noise in Washington and, quote, be an open-hearted nation. But let's get back to the gift. It, okay, they're, they're too rich for their own good. Yeah, who just gives someone a gorilla sanctuary? She gave her a gorilla sanctuary. You don't believe me? Listen. So for your birthday, Ellen, I am bringing you and your hero Diane together by building the Ellen DeGeneres campus of the Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund. Ellen, you will carry on Diane's legacy by giving them a permanent home in Rwanda. I just think it's great. Oh, my God. She bought a zoo and gave it to her. I'm just glad and that Ellen's keeping it relatable, you know, so that her, her viewers can, like, really relate to the life she lives. Yeah. yeah. Just buying a gorilla sanctuary and Well, here's all. what I want to know. Did Portia de Rossi buy that gorilla sanctuary with Ellen's money? Of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows Ellen worth a pants so Ellen just Ellen just bought a whole bunch of gorillas. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe Portia's still spending her Boston legal money. I don't know. What was that show she was on Ellen McBeal. Was that it? Oh, that was way too long yeah, ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, anyway, what sort of a... If you, if somebody would give you an animal sanctuary for your birthday, I think I would want maybe some... Um, I'd want some little baby cows that never grew, that were very, very <laughs> fluffy, like conditioned. And then I think I'd like some... Probably some little baby horses and a couple little baby giraffes that never grew either. Why does the biggest guy I know want tiny animals? Because <laughs> he wants to feel giant around them. Because <laughs> they sweet. I would want a sloth sanctuary. Aww. A sloth? Okay. Yeah. What about you, uh, Jen, my head of security? I would want an Icelandic pony rescue. Icelandic ponies look like a horse, but yet they're the like size of a stallions? pony. Yeah, they're like these little mini stallions. They're oh my Icelandic God. ponies. Oh, yeah, I want one of those, too. What is with it? you two with mini animals? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they still eat. They're so sweet. <laughs> they're so sweet. I, I've always, I don't know why I do this in my mouth, but I've always wanted a little cow. I've wanted a little cow for the longest time. Like uh, the little cow Norman in City Slickers. Norman gets bigger, though. Remember oh, that part. Norman grows up. One time, for real. My wife and I almost bought like a little miniature cow. You should have. 
Yeah, at the fair. I'm not even kidding. It was we were that close. It was so sweet, and I, and I was just wanted to shampoo it. I well, I'm going to do it right. I want polar bears. I mean, they're cute to look at, but they'll rip your face off if you get in there. <laughs> could wow. You, could you imagine your neighbor that... Um, <laughs> that was the scariest thing I've ever heard in my life. Go ahead, Jenna. Your neighbor that, like, leaf blows all the time and yeah. is obsessed with the driveway. If you sit brought out a horse bear? and you brought home like, a horse or a polar bear. What if you sit out your polar bear? <laughs> Drew, <laughs> Drew would walk in every single day with, like, a thing of Coca-Cola for the cola bear. <laughs> right. That's what they eat, right? <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We only get to one What Are You Kidding Me story today. But again, let me announce, in case you missed all that, that Portia gave Ellen a gorilla sanctuary for her birthday. Woo! And, ladies and gentlemen, what are, are you, you kidding, kidding me? me? Story of the day. So, let's go. Fit happens. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. So, check this out. The people of Puerto Rico are still recovering from the hurricane that caused so much damage last year. I mean, we don't see it on the news as much. Uh, and I think that's really sad because... There's still a lot of people suffering down there. Yeah, last right? report I saw, I think they've only restored power to just over 50% of the population. Wow. Like, Goodness might be gracious. around 60 now. So what's everybody else do right now? They're making do. They're making the best of what they've got. You Standing know? by. Yeah, cooking over fires and stuff. I like to see how much you know aid they're getting. I like to Google, like, how do we... I, I, I do know that there are several corporations, you know, right. doing a lot of amazing things. Elon Musk yeah. companies down there. That's yeah. right. They, they're powering up schools and hospitals. Well, check this out. Check out what Southwest Airlines did. What's up, Southwest Airlines? They used one of their Boeing 737s to deliver 14,000 pounds of supplies. And on the return trip, they brought 62 displaced dogs and little kitty cats back to Baltimore where they were put up for adoption. And uh, the rescue effort was made possible by Southwest as well as Lucky Dog Animal Rescue. I love that. Hey! Welcome, uh, you, you, welcome to Lucky Dog, you lucky dog. <laughs> uh, but this took a lot of time, like months and months for this team to put this entire operation right. together. And once the plane arrived to Baltimore, all the animals were transported to Lucky Dog, and most were adopted pretty quickly. Wow. Now, I assume they probably put them in carriers in the cargo area, but what if they allowed them to ride? I'd like to picture it like they're all riding in the passenger area, like everyone gets a lap dog on this flight. <laughs> everyone gets a kitty or a I doggy. I would want to be on that Best flight. Best flight ever. Attention passengers, this is Captain Bark. Bark! We're going to be flying. We're going to be flying approximately 2,000 feet. Well, I don't think. Guys, you'll be glad to know that our. You'll be glad to know that our online snack consists of beef jerky and doggy biscuits. Enjoy your flight. Please buckle up and please don't hump. All right. Please pick up after your pet. The whole just haul line yeah. is just all little lined with puppy <laughs> pads. Puppy dogs. Well, I don't um, think the dogs were controlling the flight fits. <laughs> no, you just had one on lap up there. Yeah. Well, anyway, once the plane arrived at Baltimore, as I told you, the, the little puppies got adopted. And uh, just an amazing ending to uh, an amazing journey for both the crew and all the little puppies involved. That's sweet. I want to go right. adopt a dog now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's always a good idea. I want to that's adopt. Always two. a great idea, man. If 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 you're bored, as you know, sometime you got a couple minutes, go grab a coffee and maybe say to yourself, "I'm going to go walk around the pound or the you, mm-hmm. you know your your local SPCA." Yeah. and you never know right? you'll find your new best friend. That's right, Tanner. That, my friend, is right. And yep. adopt two. That way, they have a friend. Yes, and bring some biscuits yeah. with you. 
Uh, and there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Fitz happens live. I know, folks. Let's get through it. Welcome to Monday. Um, so I just want to get this out there. We can all agree that we all feel the day after the Super Bowl. What's wrong with you? You're... He, he burped and I can smell it. Oh. Gross. Speaking of, speaking of the day after the Super Bowl. This, yeah. See, this actually helps my point. Thank you for that, Tanner. Yeah, no You're about problem, to help Fitz. me make a point. Okay. Because people... Because people have doo doo breath the day after the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is, is that today should be called National Stretch Pants Day. I yes. And it should be a national holiday, and I think we should all start really pushing to uh, to celebrate that soon. Yeah. Um. All right. So with that, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, would you skip one of your relatives' funerals? To watch your favorite team play in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, any relative. Oh my God, <laughs> what? I cannot believe that well, it instant reaction. Depends on the relative. I cannot believe this. Did you guys hear that? That Did is you, gross. Wait, say that again. Ask the question again. All right. Would you skip a funeral, one of your relatives' funerals, to watch your team play in the Super Bowl, or just go to the Super Bowl? Would you? Again, wherever you are right now, at home, at work. In the car, listening on the app. Be honest. And let me, hang on, if you don't mind. Let me pull up my Facebook, too, so you could send me a message right now on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash follow fits. Anyone? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm with Tanner on this. I would. As long as it's not my mother or uh, my sister, someone very, brother. very close. Uh, yeah. You guys are not filled with the Lord. What about, like, that, what, mean, what, what about your great granny token? Would you miss her funeral to no, go to the Super Bowl? No, not for anything. That's going to be a big party in itself <laughs> the day granny goes. <laughs> She's not going to Sp- miss you. Speaking yeah. of the Super Bowl. <laughs> and besides, and how this, rude is it to plan a funeral on Super Bowl Sunday? How rude is it? How rude is it to die near the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys ever, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Have you guys ever planned a funeral? It's not just like, oh, Oh, I'm sorry. No. The Super Bowl is going to be this day. I We're going to just have to push it to Monday or Tuesday. Well, theoretically, though, if somebody did die near the Super Bowl, couldn't you really put, yeah. give it a week or two? You can freeze them. I'd ask to change yeah. the date of the funeral. It's not like they're going to be any more, you know. Can I say <laughs> yeah. something? Can I you. say something real quick? Yeah. Can I go back on just something Jenna said? She said, yeah, you can freeze them. And you know why? Hang on. You know why Jenna is allowed to say that? Because Because I've had to. (laughs) Let's just get honest. I had to freeze a relative one time for about four weeks till we could do a funeral when it accommodated for everybody. Yeah, the Super Bowl would be something to accommodate. Four weeks would get us all the way through the playoffs. Welcome. (laughs) I mean, hey man. Can you grab me some of those buffalo wings right right next to my uncle right there? Thank you. Right in the deep freeze. All right. They're under his left arm. They just put extra lotion on him and cheesecloth and wrap them really tight like a mummy. But you know what? She's allowed to say that because she had to do it. Right. I did have to do it. And all jokes aside, you are able to do that. But I do not. You could put them on ice for a couple of days. Do I think it's appropriate to do that for the Super Bowl? No. If if it came down to it, I would just ask someone to videotape the service. Uh Go live with it. We have pretty good video cameras. Hi, man. Stream it on Facebook Live. (laughs) See how she looks. All right. Yeah, Prudence looks good. All right, right, folks. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, man. At home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. This 
is The Fit Show. What up? Feel alive, everybody! This is The Fit Show. Fits happens live. So yes, the halftime show is amazing. Mm-hmm. Sure. But ladies and gentlemen, something you don't understand is something we've been working on. Uh, is to provide you with our very own show, halftime show. Woo! I'm excited. I guess it's about the middle of the show right now, so we can go ahead and do this. You think? Yeah. Everybody know what they're going to bring to the to the halftime show? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, stand by for the show halftime show featuring an amazing. Set of individuals. There's Fitz over there, six foot seven, handsome, charming. Most ladies say they love to climb him like a stepladder, but okay, I'll move on. There's Drew right over there to my right. United States Marine, loves his nation. There's Tanner the Millennial. Probably doesn't love his nation as much. <laughs> and right over there to my left, ladies and gentlemen, if you've seen the hit show Orange is the New Black, Meets Daisy Duke, meets the female Jason Bourne, Jenna, my head of security. Thank you, sir. Wow, the announcer even has clapping sound effects. Now we need some music to kick in. Tanner, give me something. Give me something powerful, like a. People are expecting us to do something big here. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, here to kick off the show, halftime show, is Fitz. Performing a little bit of Stevie Wonder's Isn't She Lovely? Isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she precious? Nothing enough enough. Isn't she lovely? Wonderful. On, ladies and gentlemen, with the show halftime show. Woo. Oh, he's standing over there, ladies and gentlemen. He looks like Al Borland from the show Home Improvement. Is Drew? Hey, everyone, how you doing? I'm going to read you an excerpt of a poem. It was made famous by the recent movie The Darkest Hour. The poem is called Horatius at the Bridge. Here we go, folks. But the consul's brow was sad, and the consul's speech was low, and darkly looked he at the wall, and darkly at the foe. Their van will be upon us before the bridge goes down, and if they once may win the bridge, what hope to save the town? Then out spake brave Horatius, the captain at the gate, to every man upon the earth, death come soon or late. And how can man die better than facing fearful odds for the ashes of his fathers and the temples of his gods? And for the tender mother who dandled him to rest, and for the wife who nurses his baby at her... Okay, so thank you for that, Drew. And uh, all right, and Tanner the Millennial performing now for the show, Halftime Show. I would like to do an impersonation. Yeah. I think you'll know who. Ladies and gentlemen, Tanner the Millennial impersonating someone. To myself, I lost it. What a wonderful world! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's about all the time we have here, so. <laughs> I see clouds to right, 
All right, finally, Jenna, my head of security. Uh, I'm getting nearly as much before whoa. my time. It's my Thank turn. you so much for checking out the show halftime show. Okay. Ho- hopefully, uh, we got one or three people still sticking around. <laughs> Jenna, what you got today? So for me, I will be performing a scene from season one, episode ten of GOT. It's called Fire and Blood, and it's in the throne room with Littlefinger and Barry's chat overlooking the Iron Throne. And you uh, will be assisting alert. me in this. I want spoiler Drew. Alert. I want Drew to assist you. I want you to be Barry's. No, I'm Barry's. Oh, who's gonna be Peter Baelish? He's going to be Baelish. Okay, so I'll start out. When you imagine yourself up there, how do you look? Does the crown fit? Do all the lords and ladies simper and bow the ones who sneered at you for years? It's hard for them to simper and bow without heads. A man with great ambition and no morals, I wouldn't bet against (laughs) you. What would you do, my friend, if you found yourself sitting up there? That's about all the time we got for today. Seriously. What? That's that's all the time we got for today. You got like two minutes. No, I did not. I got to sing two lines from a song. (laughs) Crap. You're listening to The Fit Show. Oh, he's amazing. When I get to work, he's my favorite to listen to. The world famous Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fit Show. Where every day is a Friday. It happens live. Yes, everybody, we are declaring today National Sweat uh, Stretch Pants Day. But it, sweatpants do qualify. Yeah. Sweatpants are good, too. Yes. Yeah. Did we ever get anyone to tell us where, where we could get, like, um, men's really good stretchy pants? Like, you know, ladies get to wear yoga pants every single day of their lives. Well, mm-hmm. I actually have them on right so now. I want something comfortable like that that I could that I could also wear that won't make people I, vomit. I got it. <laughs> Joggers. Tell me about joggers. Joggers are excellent. They can either be like in uh, a pants type of feel or a like a sweats. Uh, they're fashionable sweats, essentially. They look normal. Uh, they're slim fitting. They even make skinny jeans ones. Okay. And they're oh, just- she's showing them right oh, now. So I, I did, a, I did a quick little searchy, yeah. and um, Amazon has men's yoga pants. Um, a company called A. Alo A L O Yoga Warrior Compression Pants, specially oh, that's made for men. Yeah. So you need Ooh, Yoga Warrior Compression Pants. They're trying to trick us by calling them warrior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a yoga warrior. I'm a couch warrior. <laughs> Order the brand new Courageous Khakis. <laughs> a lot With of side men wear these actually. Don't forget to order an extra Brave Belt while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so um, you can buy them Heroic online right corduroy. now. Heroic corduroy. Lululemon sells men yoga pants. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. REI. I want, okay. I Nike want, does, too. I want some good... I just call them hot pants. And and, and the reason uh, why we, we're talking about those today, because Jenna had a really good idea that we should call today National Stretch Pants Day, mm-hmm. because it is the day after the Super Bowl. So with that, I would like to bring something up with you, Jenna. Oh, if you don't mind, just gonna ask you a question. Okay. Remember not too long ago, whenever you uh, told my daughter, my my sweet little five year old daughter Drew, that she should go get a cat and tell tell her daddy that she wants a cat. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. Has been a few months, and no. is my plan working? And then it was shortly after that that Jenna referred to that same child as a little brat. Well, you called my baby a boogerhead, so I mean, not true. Can when? we go to the record? Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember hearing it. I remember that. it. No, I never <laughs> said. No, Tanner, I, get on the team here. I never said boogerhead. I said that she just 
you called my daughter a spoiled brat, and I said, well, your daughter has buggers in her no, hair. No, I said that your daughter can act like a spoiled brat yes, because you're allowing rude anyway, her to do whatever each, she wants. It, it was rude. It was rude. And I can't believe you did it. And I can't believe you did it either. Well, you guys are being a bunch of boogers. Yeah, there's, there's He's leading up to something else. I there's, can feel there's it. There's something else I can't believe. I can't believe that now you're encouraging my five-year-old daughter to get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, she approached me on this one, but I was at your house the other day. Oh, and my God. I mean, you... <laughs> You can't help but look at them, Jenna. Actually, both of your daughters approached me about this. We were all sitting in the kitchen, and your daughter, Drew, the younger one, was like, Miss Jenna, I love your tattoo of your tree on your arm. And I said, thank you. She goes, it's so beautiful. And but and it is. And by the way, would you post your tattoo at uh, Facebook.com yeah. slash... Follow Fitz to see Jenna's tattoos. Okay. And so the funny part, she goes, but, you know, they are forever and they last forever. And I go, yeah. So if you do pick one, A, you need to be an adult and B, you really need to think about what one you want, or, you know, what you really want. So your older daughter goes, well, I'm getting a tattoo of Texas next year. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's what you want, sweetheart. And then your five-year-old goes, I'm going to get a tattoo of Texas with a big heart around. I'm going to say, yeah, Texas. And I was like, That's you're going to have to go talk to your dad so about that. So now I'm going to be hearing about that. <laughs> you know that uh, a five-year-old's concept of forever is to like just pass this weekend. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get her a temporary tattoo, and I think that'll solve it. There have it. been certain times in my life, I'm not kidding, where I, I, I've thought about getting a tattoo. I yeah? Mean, what would yeah, you but, get? I mean, I, I honestly Picture don't know. Picture himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on his shoulder. A nice portrait. A portrait. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what would happen then when the cheeks start drooping and stuff? You gotta get a touch up? Hey, your face might be drooping too. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the greatest conversation I, yeah. starter. Oh, who's that on your tattoo? It's me. me. It's me. Who do you think you it can't is? Tell. Nice shot. It's what do you me. think? Anyway, thank you for obviously bringing that up to my daughter. I appreciate that. I'm just, I'm keeping it real. Keeping it real. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Welcome to the Fit Show, you guys. Fitz Happens Live. Oh, my God. Real. Funny. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like, for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Drew is standing by with the Monday reality check. The father of a couple of young ladies who were in a courtroom in Michigan on Friday to give their victim impact statements uh, about Larry Nassar. This is another courtroom in Michigan where he was uh, uh, being sentenced for additional charges. Uh, This is another set of charges. Well, this father got up to do his speaking. His daughter just finished, and he said he asked the judge, can I have just a few minutes with this guy alone in a room? The judge said, I understand you're, you're concerned, but that's just not the way right. the legal system works. Right. Moments later, the guy just said, forget it. He charged at Larry Nassar. He was tackled by a couple of police officers. Larry Nassar's uh, defense attorney jumped between them. The father was eventually wrestled to the ground, put in cuffs, and was taken out of the, the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Um, the court's actually still deciding on whether or not they're going to press charges. My, my guess is... Probably not. Uh, the judge was actually uh, kind of apologetic, and she stepped around, uh, you know, uh, accusing this individual. She said, "I understand. Everyone's frustrated. This is a scary situation." Think how hard it was for probably the, uh, you know, the, the the bailiffs and and, and the guards standing right there who probably just really wanted to let him go and you know get a couple of shots in on the right. dude. Oh and yeah, it was a couple, all- you know, a couple of pops to the head with some fists. And yeah. all three of his girls were yeah. affected by. Yeah, it. Yes. I think that's really important. And his youngest daughter just came forward a couple yeah. of weeks ago mm-hmm. to admit. Um, you know that she had been part of it as well. So, just I mean, parents and and families all over the country. It, it, it's un- 
unbelievable to think of the reach that this mm -hmm. creeps efforts have had across the nation. Hundreds and hundreds. I think the count's at like 265 or something. And, and, victims and, and count. Guys, it also shows um, a lot. And we're, we're learning that obviously there are a lot of um, you know people who are very scared too to talk about it. Right. The and fact so, that so they we, we, to we got, absolutely. So, and that and and and, I, and I'm glad that this guy is is now hearing everything that he has done. Mm -hmm. right. You know, right in front of him. Yeah. Now it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Did you see the Super Bowl? I can't believe the Patriots lost. I'm really proud of the Eagles for winning. I found myself cheering for the Eagles. Like somewhere in the middle of the game, I guess. <laughs> all right, then. To the good, the bad, and the gossip we go. The good uh, for all you Eagles fans. Drew, give it to me. Uh, Eagles beat the Patriots 41 to 33 in an incredible game. Incredible Amazing offensive game. game. Yeah. 1088 plus yards uh, total offense for the game, record breaking. This ha this is actually my favorite Super Bowl of all time. No this was such a good of game. Of all time. Okay, I've only been on this earth for 21 yeah, years. Yeah, you're just a baby. But I, I get it. It was a great game. It's a cool story. It would have been a great I mean, it's, it's, it's a great story for, for Nick Foles. Yeah, you know it's what I mean? a Cinderella story. Yeah. It, it's a long uh, uh, drought broken story. Right. All those things are great. Uh, what you guys think about some of the commercials? I wrote some down. I love DeVito as like the M&M. I thought that was great. <laughs> the Rams-Vikings commercial with the Vikings yes! where they're like, okay, I'm going to turn around <laughs> with the Viking boat. Uh, uh, Doritos and uh, Mountain Dew Ice I have. Yes. Oh, that's with uh, the, Peter Dinklage and yep. Morgan Freeman. From Game of Thrones. Yes. yes. And Morgan Fr That was a great one. What about you guys? A, my favorite was definitely the Han Solo trailer yes. for the oh, next Star Wars away. movie for this summer. And it's called, that was the one Solo, right? Yeah. yeah. Star it's Wars coming movie. out on my birthday weekend. <gasps> I cannot wait. Okay, so we know what we're going to do for the party then. That's oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so who's playing Han Solo in that? Uh, it's a guy named... Uh, Arlen Ehrlich, I think his no, name. No, Alden. Alden Ehrlich. He, he's kind of a newcomer, kind of but he's unknown. been around yeah. a little bit. Uh, okay. He did a great job in the movie Hail Caesar. That one was of, kind of one his... of my favorite actors of right now is going to be in it. It's Donald Glover. He's going to be playing Lando, which what I'm about, really excited. What about, what about the uh, Bud, Light, Bud Knight commercial? Yes! Bud, Bud Knight. Good stuff. I saw one of the greatest... Uh, America, Go America moments. It was unintentional, but uh, just at the two-minute warning, um, uh, Stella Artois had a beer commercial where they talked about how much they're going to donate. They showed people in third world countries yeah. having trouble getting clean water, fresh water. Smash cut to a Jeep commercial with a guy driving a truck through this pristine uh, stream. Like, America! Real funny. Life is funner with Fitz. The Fit Show. Go rest This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. We 
We are the show that does the troop salute, and today we are saluting Master Sergeant Brandon J. Lambert of the United States Air Force. Master Sergeant Lambert was uh, born to the Air Force, actually. His father was a career airman stationed in Italy, where Lambert was born. And the family spent the next 12 years living in Italy, Greece, Germany, Spain. That is a well-cultured individual, I'm right? actually pretty yeah. jealous. Yeah. To see the world like that. Yeah. I mean, I definitely know that, you know, military children, you know, they have to, that's definitely what some would say is the downside, moving around constantly. But I assume some children of the military probably say it was the greatest experience of my entire life. Yeah, I mean, I had to live in Italy and France growing up. Like, how terrible could that be? Wow. Uh, immediately after graduating high school in 1997, Lambert began his 15-year career with the Air Force. Now, Master Sergeant Lambert has been deployed six times to the Middle East, including a six-month stay in Kandahar, where he was a maintenance flight chief. He oversaw more than 30,000 maintenance actions on $60 million in equipment assets. His squadron helped move wounded troops into hospitals and onto medical aircraft bound for Germany. And currently, Lambert serves as the digital maintenance supervisor with the 728th Air Control Squadron at Eaglin Air Force Base, which is where exactly? Uh, Elgin. Excuse me, Elgin. Mm-hmm. See, I got to get that right. Thank you, Drew. Uh, he says, I enjoy fighting for this country. I enjoy the training. I volunteer for a lot of deployments. I've always been on the go, and it's just kind of one of those things that I strive for. That's what separates it right yeah. there. See? Best of the best. Master Sergeant Lambert has received recognition throughout his career. He was named NCO of the Year and USO Service Member of the Year in 2011. And he was nominated for the Spirit of Bob Hope Award. Wow. So, yeah, we honor him today. Again, Master Sergeant Brandon J. Lambert of the United States Air Force. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. And if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute past, present, or future... Just go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow fits. What are we looking for? Uh, their name, their, what branch of service they're in, rank. Uh, interesting service stories, like maybe where they served or different deployments they had, uh, a common da- you know, awards they've gotten yeah. in the service. And don't forget about the nuggets. Those special nuggets like their favorite movies. Are they? Are, uh, do they have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, husband, or wife? Do they have children? Uh, what made them want to get into the military? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. It helps us paint a picture of the troop. And send a photo. Yeah. 100%. All right, facebook.com slash follow fits. The one and only. This is The Fitz Show. And now. And now. The Fitz Show's world famous what are you kidding me stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of Philadelphia. This actually happened last week. I'm going to title this, Oh, Those Funny Meds. (laughs) So an Eagles fan named Haley Park, she had her wisdom teeth uh, out last week, and after like a 45-minute procedure, she woke up thinking that she had missed the Super Bowl. And then she started talking trash about Tom Brady and the Patriots, and things got crazy. Did I miss the Super Bowl? No, 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 no. Super Bowl. Oh, my God. No, you didn't miss the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I want the girls to win so bad. Who do you want to win? The Eagles. Okay. Win so bad. Okay. Well, they'll play on Sunday. Okay. The message. Oh, Carson Wentz is So. It's really sad for him, Mom. Okay. Okay. Well, Nick Foles will do the job, right? Yes. Satan. <laughs> I trust Satan. You trust in Satan. Good. 
Their defense isn't that good, the Patriots. Tom Brady. Okay. No, but oh, she said no. Oh, <laughs> sweet little thing. There is so many videos on YouTube of, of people oh, obviously yeah. coming out of their surgeries. Mm-hmm. I wonder if some of them though are just going for hits and clicks. Definitely, I've seen some on Snapchat and YouTube of some people like acting like they had their wisdom teeth taken out. Yeah, it, then it, they it, post another video like a week later, like, oh, I actually didn't. What have my wisdom teeth taken out? Yeah. They're just acting like it. Seems like a weird, weird instinct. That I'm going to take care of my loved one who's coming out of surgery. Let me get this film rolling first. I think the loved one coming out of surgery wants to make sure that someone's filming them. I wish that's yeah. the David at the dentist. Yeah. When I got my wisdom teeth taken out, I wish someone would have. It would have been radio gold see? for what I that's said. What I'm like spit blood yeah. all over my shoe. Okay. Told the nurse she was the the angel from heaven. Like it was a whole ordeal. That's bizarre, but that sounds like you could pretty much every day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to page two what are you kidding me all right you guys i'm gonna take you out of the waffle world whining about waffles somebody just posted a video on youtube of a little girl who just goes nuts breaks down sobbing because she can't stop thinking about waffles <laughs> i just can't stop thinking about waffles well you had waffles for dinner and you had waffles for breakfast so we're going to eat something else. Oh, I I can't stop. Why can't I just stop dreaming about waffles? <laughs> 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 I love this little girl. Okay, if I'm IHOP or Waffle House or Denny's, you get to call this little girl now at, in the next commercial. Hey, yeah. I feel this girl's pain. I have the same exact thing happening to me when waffles? I think about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, yeah. Mm. Or what about, like, uh, French toast? You ever go to IHOP and have, like, French toast? Mm. Stop, you're making me so hungry. You got the What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. Now back to the Fitz Show. He's funny. So I think he's a cool guy. Fitz happens. Come on in, please. Come on in. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, my wife is here. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. Hey, come on. Hey. Oh. First of all, thank you for uh, having an amazing Super Bowl experience with me and and the food and the brisket you provided was fantastic. So uh, a little bit earlier on the show, we were talking about how my daughter Chloe basically found this mystery key in her little Honda Pilot. And whenever my daughter found this mystery key in her car, she calls my wife, Beth, and she goes, Bethany. I think dad must be going to a hotel or something because I found this key. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I haven't driven your car at all. The last person to be driving that car was my wife. Mm-hmm. So if there well, was a other key. Other than Chloe. If there was a key found in there, it had to be, you know, my wife. Cause it my had wife, to be. <laughs> well, who else would it be? I'm just saying my wife was the last person driving it. And Chloe just found this key. So then Drew brought up, well, maybe it's like one of your wife's storage keys for a secret storage unit she has. I was just spitballing, being funny. And I'm just wondering, uh, is there anything... Oh, no. Come on. Now this, getting a look. Jeez. Now this mystery key that has been found inside my daughter's vehicle, because my daughter has no idea who it is. She thought Daddy was going to the motel. Oh, yeah. Holiday Inn. And Actually, I haven't even driven a, that vehicle. She thought it was an apartment key. Not an a hotel key. key. Oh. Well, do you Whoa. Have a, so, so my only question is... 
do you have like a secret apartment somewhere, or is there a secret storage unit that I should know about? What is what's up with the mystery key? First off, if I had a storage unit, our garage wouldn't look the way it does. <laughs> Number two, that's not me, but you're trying no, to like. Wait, I did suggest maybe you keep the good stuff in the storage yeah. unit, like the stuff you don't want kids messing with right. or him messing with. I, it's not as, I don't know, it has to be. To be honest, it has to be one of her friends because. But you were the last. I told you. Were you the last I, person to be in that vehicle? Drive it? I remember you driving it for like several times. No, I drove it once yesterday and it was like two miles down the road to get our other daughter from school. And then You back. and I bet it is. I bet it's just one of her it's friends' keys. It's one of her friends' keys. keys. And isn't she not supposed to be driving her friends around and stuff like that? And she doesn't want to admit know. that she's driving people around. I'm just saying this, <laughs> this mystery key is destroying our relationship. <laughs> Bringing the family down. Speak for yourself. I don't even care about the key. I mean, seriously, no, because she really did. She took a picture of the key and sent it to me on text. And saying what? And she was like, exactly. I took a picture of this key this morning so I could send it to you. This is because. Like, this is like teenage girl Kardashian But do you drama. hear this? It's like my my daughter, Chloe's first thing she did was suspect daddy and sent it to Bethany. I mean, and I think that is jacked up. That is jacked up. That I was targeted that way in my house. I, I don't have anything to do with that. Do you think that's jacked up? Well, I mean, I don't know. I just think she's trying to protect me, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> See that? I'm telling you, I am held hostage in my own home. Good luck with this one, Fitz. <laughs> All right. Again, I'd love to hear from you wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. What do you think the mystery key is? I mean, this is it's going to be blowing my mind the rest of the day. I will be fixated on the mystery key. <laughs> I'm going to try to Just watch it be a key to your house. Just a spare. Who knows? Bethany? It looks like a mail key. That's what it looks like to me. Like a a key to a mailbox. Oh. Someone Mm. have a secret. Mm. Ooh, like a secret deposit box. (laughs) (laughs) Getting juicy again. (laughs) Maybe like a treasure chest or something. We'll be right back, you guys. (laughs) Welcome to the Fit Show. Ladies and gentlemen... Welcome. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitz Happens Live. Fitz Happens Live. Yeah, that's why I got one on the show. That's right. His name is uh, Tanner the Millennial. 21 years old. And uh, he's got a girlfriend named Lindsay. Yes. And in case you missed it not too long ago, Tanner the Millennial found out that his girlfriend Lindsay... Has been looking for jobs mm-hmm. around the nation, just applying, sending out the resume, filling out the applications. Even uh, is going to be traveling somewhere soon to to like you know have an interview. Yeah, right. Yeah, really? she's going across the nation to go do an interview. Okay, and I don't I, guess you want to say where or anything. I, I don't want to say where. Yeah, uh, but I'm freaking out a little bit. I don't. <laughs> it's like actually real. Uh, this whole time I thought she was bluffing for some reason, but she's like, no, I have my plane ticket booked. And- but like literally weeks ago, you guys were talking about getting an apartment together. Yeah. I know. That's why I don't understand. But why don't you understand? How haven't you had this conversation yet? We have had a little bit of a conversation, but it just didn't go anywhere. She said she wants to do this, but she's just keeping her options open. That's what oh, she said. Oh, I think I just saw that on somebody's Ooh. Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner says to me, he goes, you know, I didn't realize how much I depend on her. He goes, I rely on her. This is no, legit. Can I read the text yeah. message? Yeah, go ahead. He goes, I'm, I'm kind of worried. I rely on her to cook food, help me wash clothes, dishes, etc. 
Is that maybe she's sick of you demanding her cook food? I never demand her to do anything. She sounds and more like a maid than a girlfriend. No. Maybe she's sick of working for free. He said, "I'm actually kind of weirded out about how much I rely on my girlfriend. I need to be able to live and just do everything on my own. Am I crazy? Well, are you getting a little taste of what it's like to be alone? I guess so. And I mean, when I was in college, no. I took care of myself, and I guess I got a little too spoiled when I." dropped out of college and I had my girlfriend to take care of me and I kind of forgot how to put the laundry detergent in the washing machine and everything and I just feel like I don't know how to do anything anymore. Can I say, uh, Tanner brought a lunch today into the studio yeah. and normally his girlfriend would pack his lunch. It's beautiful. He brought a lunch in today. I say, yeah, I packed it myself. It was a sad sight. <laughs> it was a sad lunch. So, I mean, are you saying you feel like you're losing her? A little bit. I, I say I, I, I say I'm losing her, but she sent me her friend sent me a Snapchat of her like with a wedding ring on, like oh. acting like it was funny, and I'm just getting so many mixed signals. Okay. I don't know uh, what the heck is going on. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, is this uh, the lens? You know, Tanner's girlfriend trying to get him to like propose to her, or if she is she you know a, a, about to bail. I just kind of want to know what's going on. I can't believe she's sending you pictures of her with a wedding ring on. You think it's a mixed signal? I think it's loud and clear what the Wait, signal you said is. her friend sent you the uh, wedding yeah, ring picture? Her, her, she friend, did. her friend's in town, and they were in some store. I don't know which store. A wedding ring store. A wedding oh. ring store. Yeah, that's okay, where dude, wedding rings are. This is what this is. Yeah, then. but she yeah. said she's going to move across the country. Because she's willing to get on a plane yeah. for you to devote yourself to her fully. Are you not understanding? this a romantic comedy? It is completely. Like, yes. no. It's written she out. She is saying... Love me or leave me. Yes. Boom. Why does it have to be one or the other? Why can't I have something in between? Because life is not about gray areas. I don't want to get married, dang it. <laughs> Welcome, to married. <laughs> Welcome to Thunderdome, kid. Welcome to Thunderdome. Vince Happens Live. Oh, yeah. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. What have we learned today for Monday, February 5th, 2018? It's the Feb 5 today. Feb 5. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's what I learned. First of all, I learned that we should, uh, uh, that the nation should get this day off, and we should call it National Stretch Pants Day. Mm -hmm. Secondly, I learned that a couple people on this show would actually, like, skip a funeral of one of their relatives to have been able to go to the Super Bowl yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, if it was yep. my favorite team, yeah. I'd, you would yeah. skip the funeral of a relative. I would just to ask to someone game. to record a highlight reel of it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh-huh. I'm with him. Hey, man, send me a post to Granny on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> That's great. Maybe some subtitles? Yeah. Hey, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? Uh, I learned that poor Daniel Craig, this is in the Fitz Files, uh, he was determined to be mathematically the least attractive of all the people who played James Bond. Which is really bizarre because not I, fair. I think he's jacked. Well, I he's, think they're yeah, looking, they like used up. a computer program to measure his facial features. Right. That's just not fair to poor Danny. Tanner the Millennial. <laughs> what about you? What have we learned today, Tanner? I learned that Jenna has talked... Fitz's five-year-old daughter into getting a tattoo. Thank you, Jenna. A permanent tattoo. I told Appreciate her to that, make Jenna. wise choices in the cartoon she wants to pick. Yeah, so she, she chose like this unbelievably fluorescent leopard or something. 
All right, what about you, Jenna? What did we learn today? I learned that Tanner's girlfriend is going to extreme measures to try to have him put a ring on it, and she's even going to fly across country to try to have a job interview. Guys, this is getting, this whole debacle is getting very interesting. I really hope that you stick around for the next couple of weeks to see how this thing turns out. <laughs> Maybe Tanner will end up married. <laughs> am I going to be single, or am I going to get married? You'll find out next. There you go. <laughs> on the next edition of... All right, we'll see you tomorrow, you guys. Have a great day. Let's recuperate after Super Bowl weekend. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Jenna. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.